Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. Music of America podcast continues. We're in Harrison, Maine today, and we're going to talk with the Brothers Blues Band, well, at least three of them, after we talk about my brother's book. So I was I was talking to this friend of mine about my brother's couple's workbook called Two Years After Forever. It's sort of a how-to guide to improve your communication skills, which, as anyone that's ever been in a relationship knows, is crucial. So we spoke a little later in the conversation. I said again something about my brother's book, Two Years After Forever, is the name of the book that my brother wrote. And she interrupts me. She goes, oh, your brother's book. I thought you meant a book you borrowed from your brother. Three little words. My brother's book, two interpretations. Well, in two years after forever, there are exercises that help you form better communicative skills to avoid pratfalls like that one. Along with your partner, learning and applying these exercises help you get back on track to why, two years ago or so, you pledged the life together forever. Two years after forever, two years after forever.com, and available at Amazon today and forever. Our guest today. Brothers Blues Band, and it's Paul and Dan and Kurt, uh, Paul and David and Kurt, right? It's That's Paul right. Dan, David Dan, so those are the Blues, the Brothers <laughs> Blues, yeah. and then Kurt, who hasn't stopped talking since he came on camera, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing with that's the thing with drummers, Tom. They they, they really you talk a lot. They just can't, can't stop talking. Those drummers, you know. And and your bass player hasn't hadn't stopped either. And he's not even no, here. No, he's he's actually out playing the bass someplace. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a little it's a little well. like. It's a little like herding cats, you know. <laughs> so who is the bass player? Since he's not here, let's give him a shout. Ron Welsh. He's our bass player. Ron Has Welsh. been for how long? Last 20 years, I think, right, Kurt? Somewhere in that neighborhood? Maybe a little more. Oh, yeah. So you guys are, are, are my favorite because even my email, Bugman Blues, okay? And uh, if you look at one of the pictures uh, that we use in the Music of America podcast, there's this old sepia-colored our black and white colored picture of the Alabama Serenaders. It's a Dixieland blues band. And right there in the middle on the clarinet is my grandfather. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, I saw so that I, picture. I knew, I knew that was a, that was some kind of a band blues band going on there, but that's old, awesome. Uh, yeah. Ragtime Dixieland from back in the <laughs> depression. Grandma would make uh sandwiches and some bathtub gin, you know, <laughs> and, and grandpa and his gang would play i guess they, they'd play upstairs and she served food downstairs or whatever like nickel for a sandwich or something and you know it's people um, did what they needed to do to yeah, get by yeah, right yeah. so i'm guessing paul and david are brothers because you both have the same last name and it's even spelled the same way yeah we're actually brothers. we're totally unrelated <laughs> we're See, strangers. that's so bizarre how that <laughs> we <happens>. just met <laughs> There's actually there's actually three brothers in the band. Our keyboard player is a, is one of the brothers too. But I have to say that Kurt and uh, Ron have earned uh, brothers in the blues status. Honorary. That's 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 better than blood sometimes. You know? Honorary, they are honorary Dan's, right? Yes, for sure. <laughs> Lucky. So, man. what do you, how do you feel about that, Kurt? Do you accept that or? Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're a great great group of guys to hang out with and and make music with for sure. Yeah. How long have you been, David, how long have you guys been playing together? Uh, well, Paul and I have been together since we were kids. So that's uh -huh. what, 52 years, Paul, something like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was interesting because uh, I was playing uh, probably 13, 14 playing rock bands, you know, uh -huh. little playing dances and stuff like that. Right. And uh, my brother came back from Cornell and he had a guitar. Uh, we, we bought him at the local five and dime stores, you know, like, old jam fields we had like, mine was like two pickups so it was 25 bucks and david's was 15 dollars, maybe 18 but anyway because his, his only had one pickup and he was off at cornell and he came back and you know what he did tom he came back and he played the first uh blues progression you know a uh, four bar that i'd ever heard and yeah. and what happened was that was it i i we just we have to play the blues together. You remember that, David? We were up in your up in your room, up in the attic. How fun! Just jamming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know a thing about what we were doing, but it was fun. <laughs> and I realized that my younger brother smoked cigarettes just like I did, so I could bum cigarettes, and we would smoke 
blow the smoke out the window and play yeah, smoke. our 12 bar blues form. Yeah. That's funny. And then uh, Kurt would be outside just watching the smoke signals coming out of the window. Right? I, th- I think Kurt. <laughs> I think Kurt back then was just about born, maybe. Yeah, oh. maybe not even. <laughs> Did you say fifty-two years ago, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. So your roots were in rock and roll, and then you crossed over to blues. And David, you picked up the blues when you were in college. Did you play before then? Actually, it was it was Paul who taught me. Yeah. the first stuff about guitar because he had started playing guitar and i would come home and he'd be in the parlor with uh peter greenberg and a few other irascible yeah. kids and they'd be banging away on purple haze or something and i would be like oh man they're just terrible that's awful and then i'd go upstairs <laughs> and i would think you know maybe i should get a guitar too and so and uh, so that christmas from jm fields you know, i got a 20 dollar guitar paul had two pickups i had one that made it easier. I didn't have to switch between the pickups. I didn't know how that worked. And he showed me a scale, uh, a blues scale in F, the key of F, which uh-huh. nobody ever plays in F. I don't know why. But and uh, so I would play along to the radio in this scale, this key of F. And most of the time it sounded terrible, but every now and then it sounded nice. It sounded yeah. right. Depending <laughs> <laughs> about the key of whatever song was playing. So. That's great. I remember in uh, in high school, concert band, whatever it was, the Christmas concert, and a buddy of mine had just graduated. So we're in the audience watching them play the jazz band. It was the jazz band. And they're just like, we'll take any request of any song. And what keeps, so somebody yelled out uh, sunshine or something like that. And then somebody said, and what, and then the conductor said, what key? And Steve Mengerson next to me goes, F sharp minor. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And and the 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 whatever the director conductor whatever just looked at him. He said, "Magerson, you can just go now." You know, and, and there's like you know three hundred people in the audience, but it, it was funny. And, and for those of you that don't know, there's like like David was saying, nobody plays in F. Nobody plays in F sharp minor. You know, not an F sharp or B natural. Yeah. They play an F quite a lot in jazz, but not F yeah. sharp. Yeah. yeah, well, it's true in jazz. Yeah. So, Paul, do you remember the name of your first band? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Revolver Rock and Roll. Really? Yeah, that was it, Revolver Rock and Roll. We played, we were distinct, distinguished by the fact that we had two drummers. So uh, we had two guys with two wow. full kits, and uh, one of the guys had a Marshall stack. I mean, he was pretty loud. We could play around all you the time. had a Marshall? Really? Not me. I didn't, but one of the guys did. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I, I, might, I had my by that time. <laughs> no, no, this was this was yeah. You were in college, and I was just yeah. I was out running around. But um, yeah, I had my Reverb Rocket Twos, my Ampegs, yeah. kind of um, all you know, pull them together and regularly blow them out and blow out speakers and everything. But uh, we've calmed down a little bit since then. <laughs> a little bit since then. It's <laughs> funny. And where was it? Was that in? Uh... Swampskit, Swampskit, Massachusetts. We were on the North Shore of oh, okay. Boston area. Yeah. So, that's so Kurt, how did you work your way into this crew? Yeah. So um, Paul and I, we we worked for the same uh, human service organization. Um, I I joined. It was in 1997, and I joined the organization in 1997. They had an annual conference, um, and Paul was there. Uh, and performing, playing some blues on guitar uh, with, I think it was Jeff uh, back then, Paul? Yeah, Jeff Deloise. Yeah. Jeff Deloise. Yeah. And uh, and he was playing all these blues tunes that I recognized. And uh, after that gig, I um, approached Paul or and said, you know, I play the drums and, you know, it'd, it'd be great to get together and, and, and play. And uh I got invited to a couple of uh, Thanksgiving jams, and uh, and then it evolved into kind of a uh, an agency band. So we we've been playing since then at at, yeah. at our agency conferences, but uh, and then I've been invited to to play along uh, with you know with th- with this act. So we've been we've been out at it for I think twenty five plus years. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah we married. just we just we just grabbed Kurt. You know, as soon as we saw him, we heard him. You know he's got a great groove, and uh, we just said, "You're come on, man, you got to play." So that was it, and we've never let him go since then. <laughs> when I hear of bands like this, I joke that I and it's weird because it's the blues bands that stay together longer. It seems, yeah. 
but I know marriages that don't last that long. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> so the other brother is the keyboard player, and then your yep. bass player. How did he get worked into this? So did Jojo you not have a bass player before that. Um, well, we had a we had a couple of bass players, um, but Ron Ron came shortly thereafter, didn't he, Kurt? In terms of uh, joining the band, I wasn't wasn't too far after that. I think Carlos was in before. And Carlos still sits in once in a while with us, but. It wasn't too long after that that uh, Ron joined us, and yeah, well, he's that was around uh, early two thousand, two thousand one or so when he uh, got on board. Yeah, he he also uh, works uh, for the human service service organization as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was quite opportunistic to have people right nearby and just say, "Hey, we got a gig, yeah. Are you good to go." Now JoJo, who's on the keyboards, is uh, I wish he was here to to today to kind of speak about his own view of things but boy is he he's a you'll hear he's an amazing keyboard player and yeah. he he has now how he got to be a brother was he married our sister <laughs> and, then, and then that was it he couldn't leave the band either so yeah he's stuck he's stuck for life how long has he been with you oh i don't know 30 years i'd say yeah, that's yeah. something that's just amazing more more right david and have you always yeah. performed as the brothers blues band or oh, we we started as the off mission blues band. That was our it was sort of an inside joke about, you know, we just couldn't be on mission. We were always into some mischief and you know, like, all right, that's fun. Eventually getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, getting in trouble. And then eventually, uh, because the three brothers of us were playing and we started to feel like brotherhood with uh, Ron and Kurt, we said, Well, probably we should be the brothers blues band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now there's different flavors of blues. You know, there's Chicago blues, Mississippi Delta, New Orleans blues. How would you classify yours, your flavor, your style of blues? David? Uh, I would say that we're primarily a Chicago style band, you know, kind of based in the tradition of the 50s and uh, mostly 50s style yeah. Chicago chess recordings, aristocrat right. thing. Muddy yeah. Waters, Howlin' Wolf. I was thinking, yeah, Howlin' Wolf, Muddy Waters, uh, but a guy that... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we do we do some songs, like a Buck of White kind of tunes, but boy, we make them Chicago tunes, you know, we yeah. electrify them and make them alive, so, yeah. Do you ever bring horns in just for fun to see what a horn section would sound like? That'd be you nice. Know, you know what? Uh, there, is a, there is a guy, every once in a while we play this little place, one of the places we play is the Old Mill Tavern, and the guy uh, that runs that plays a mean saxophone and when he's there he'll sit in and blow with us and it is it just sounds great so yeah that's you, cool you probably should think about that there's a a cat here in town we listen to a lot his name is dave grippo he's a music teacher at the south burlington high school but it's the grippo funk band and you got a bunch of guys like my age or well a little younger your age <laughs> and these guys are just full of energy man they get up there and uh one of my favorite uh, experiences was during Discover Jazz, which is the big jazz fest up here in Vermont. And we had just random groups of guys. You know, there's a, a three-piece that plays jazz every Thursday night at Radio Bean. And then another guy came in. Another guy came in. Grippo came in. Another guy came in. Next thing, there's about nine pieces up there. And they're all jamming on some coal train or something. And it was so cool that when they got done, they looked at each other and went, <laughs> yeah. you know that's yeah. cool that's that's when you know you're in a magical moment and when you yeah. guys jam I, for fun do you, do you jam for fun or are you always working on something oh you when you hear us you'll hear we're just having fun all the time well, i mean that i mean and honestly because it's blues there's a lot of improvisation that's going on and yeah. and we davis and i you know we've been playing together so long we just we phrase back and forth and 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 we are we're pretty active up on stage there if you come to one of our shows you'll see you'll see a lot of movement a lot of excitement a lot of fun we're, we're just having a good time so having been together as long as you have and having quite a repertoire after 25 plus 52 years i guess you know uh when you get together and it's not a show you just get or do you do that because you've been playing so long together oh yeah no we we, we all get together and, and uh practice a little bit and jam a little bit whenever yeah. we get together we're playing music and what's that what does that look like like if you've got a show coming up at the the hall whatever you're going to be playing preservation hall in new orleans right 
All right. Yeah. Well, maybe not New Orleans. Maybe Preservation Hall in. Let's in, go to Kansas. Let's go to Kansas City. We'll be at 12th Street and Vine. There we go. Yeah. How's that sound? Sounds good. So, <laughs> will you just uh, will you work on the show, or do you work on an upcoming show, or do you just sit back and say, "Let's get some chops and under us, and let's see how we're doing." Uh, it's a little of each, actually. I mean, we usually have a we have a set list that uh, we get pretty teased about. At least I get teased about by the rest of the guys because they're like, "All right." This looks like the other five copies of set list that I have. I mean, it's a little raised, we raised a little bit, but you know, we have we have a pile of songs and we like to kind of play them out. Uh, so we'll often run through a set or two, and then, uh, but also I think we'll just have some fun too. Just I mean, this is what it's about for us. The blues is so amazing because it's it's about some challenges, it's about human emotion, it's about yeah. people's experiences. But when you play it, you feel good. I mean, you feel like. It's like a release. You know? Don't and you I feel our, our, good our afterwards, good. too? Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? I mean, it's, like you said, it's a release to just get it out, you know? Everybody, yeah. yeah. It's a, like everybody. So the first uh, song of yours we're going to listen to is has been done by everybody, you know? So what makes it, the song is Five Long Years, originally done by, when we decide, David, we decided it was Eddie Boyd? Eddie Boyd, probably, but many other people did it. Yeah, well, Muddy Waters probably took Eddie Boyd's version and made it more famous although eddie boyd's version was in, inducted in the blues hall of fame i think anyway probably because everybody covers the damn thing you know <laughs> so what makes what makes your version of five years uh, five long years different than anybody's well i i'd have to say that anything we play has has our uh, our signature on it and we take some we take yeah. some liberties uh, yeah. and we just have some fun with it um i I wouldn't call it better than anybody else's though. I, I call it ours. You know, it's fun. We have a good time. It's authentic. It's, it's, it's raw in many ways. You'll hear when you listen, you're going to hear the crowd. There's always a crowd. There's always yeah. people. I mean, we're, we're playing in clubs. We're playing in bars. I mean, we're not, we're not sitting in studios. There's a lot of um, interesting things that happen. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 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 well, and yet the phrase that I that I coin a lot, and I got this from live at Daryl's house with Daryl Hall. He had a, a, a guy from Sticks, what's his name, on with him, and and he he says, "Well, how do you want to do this Holland Oats song?" He goes, "It doesn't matter, man. We just make it your own," is what he said. So you guys make covers your own, and you said you have your own signature way. I guess I'm trying to find out what the rue is in that gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll hear it, man. I mean, okay. You know, unless anybody else, but you guys want to say something about it. No, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Kurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, I think it's just a combination of all the musicians. We, we try not to get, take it too serious. We, we, we try to uh, stay loose and, and have fun and, uh, you know, we'll extend things out a little bit and, uh, yeah. you know, kind of go out with the energy of the crowd. And, and I, as Paul said, I think you'll, I think you'll hear it in the music. Well, you, know, you definitely thing. you definitely hear that. You definitely hear you guys interacting with the crowd. Like when the crowd's reacting, you're reacting to their reaction. I think that's really cool. And that comes across in live performance. Yeah, it's true. And you'll hear, too, uh, the phrasing uh, between David and I and the way we kind of share. And the keyboard, too, once you start to hear the keyboard come in. Yeah. You know, the, way we, the way we're communicating within the group uh -huh. through our uh, improvisation. It's fun. Well, yeah, it's fun. And that's why a cover is good for that, too, because we can hear that because we're familiar with the song and we can hear that dialogue going on between the instruments before we get into some of the covers or, or the originals, rather. So let's yeah. do that. Our group, Great. our band, our friends, our guests today, Brothers Blues Band, they're from Harrison, Maine, here on the Music of America podcast. And this is their cover of Five Long Years.
Five long years of Brothers Blues Band with Paul and David and Kurt and the other guys that aren't here, here in the Music of America podcast. We'll get back with the guys in a minute, but first, years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending a month on my stomach while my back wounds healed. I had scalded and severely burned my lower back. Well, about two weeks into my healing, I realized I hadn't had a cigarette in two weeks, so that's how I quit smoking. Now, that worked for me. I don't suggest it for anyone else, but it worked for me. But thank goodness now there's a company called Laser Therapy South. They're located just outside of Fort Lauderdale, but they service anybody all over the world. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking, reduce stress, alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both the physiological and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser therapy. It's sort of an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is also your quit date. I think that's just amazing. The laser is sort of a cold or therapeutic laser and doesn't produce heat. It doesn't cut tissue. In fact, most clients report more like feeling having had a massage after treatment. Laser Therapy South www.lasertherapysouth.com where all of your questions will be answered lasertherapysouth.com check them out if you want to quit smoking where being a quitter is a good thing the brother blues band i just love that when we first contacted each other dan i I immediately thought of the blues brothers i thought this is a blues brothers tribute band or something (laughs) but it's not but it isn't you know, it's still the same kind of Chicago blues. So it's if like you, if you search for us online, you will get the Blues Brothers Blues Band. Probably. 200. <laughs> and then Brothers Blues Band, way, way down the bottom. <laughs> but so, truth, be, truth be known, we existed before those guys. So That's that's know. true. And the bulk of those guys were Saturday Night Live musicians, yes. right? Right? <laughs> no, just, just uh, Aykroyd and Belushi. No, I thought, of- I thought Guitar Murphy and... Uh, uh uh the well, sax player no matt murphy's been on he's been in chicago scene forever and ever he played with everybody he's been playing since the early 50s so i mean i mean yeah. he joined their band he was part of their band but right right saturday night live guys i mean maybe he played on the show i don't know maybe that's what i'm thinking maybe one of the yeah. earlier episodes or something i saw a couple of those guys on there or something but yeah maybe i'm thinking of donald duck the the drummer no he's a bass player He's oh, he's the bass player. He was. He was a stack. I give guy. up. I give up. <laughs> now I'm gonna go look it up. <laughs> you have to be careful around me because I'm like a, the big expert, and I go on and on and on. About yeah. Because I, he knows all the blues guys, all the jazz guys, all the musicians, and I mean, they might just, all be established blues guys. But I think if you look that up, some of the guys in the Blues Brothers band were also in the Saturday Night Live orchestra. Uh, you're probably right, uh, but I don't. No. I don't. That's and that, that's the connection I think that I made. But I was. I'm also 67, so I might just be manufacturing this in my head and thinking it's you're my reality. I'm a youngster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> First person to be able to say that on this podcast to me. <laughs> Some of us guys here are older than you. What, what, are, what are you? 68. <laughs> no. <laughs> go up, go up, go no. Up, go up. But you know that's what's great about being a blues man, Tom. Is the older you get, the more cachet you have. That's right. I mean, it doesn't right. matter. The guys, you know, near in the next phase of his man. Life, I got, you know? I, I've got guitars from this cat that played in St. Louis. He, he, he was the St. Louis emissary to Germany. We sent him over there to represent blues, and he ended up at the end of his career. He was living in public housing. He was playing at at dives wherever he could. And I just happened to meet him. His name was John, uh, Johnny Reed, J.R. Reed, out of St. Louis. And I have a couple of his guitars now because he he needed money to go buy his whiskey. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. It's such a blues well, story. Such yeah, a blues a story. Blues story. Yeah. One, of, one of my favorite guitars of his. No, you were talking, or the something I was talking about. The, the No, you were talking about the, the old guitars that you used to have, right? Yeah. I've got an old Global of his with the, uh, the soap bar pickups in them. And the global, you could buy at Western Auto for like twenty five bucks. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plywood, a plywood guitar. And boy, it's got such a deep resonance. So it's so cool. <laughs> so what do you play out of, David? Uh, Your uh, guitar well, of choice. Yeah. Um, originally, I had a, a 63 Aristocrat Guild. It's kind of like a, a Les Paul, but hollow. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, through the uh, kindness of, of Brother Jojo, I have an actual Les Paul, and I've been using that lately, but I also have a sort of customized, even as Destroyer, which is a junkie. I'm nothing against even as, but I mean, mm-hmm. this is a very cheap, crummy guitar that I customized and did some funny things to it, and it's fun to play, too. So those are my three instruments. You Frankensteined it. That's the phrase that I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and uh, what's his name, the rock and roll guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Paul? So I have a Gibson ES335 that I, I love to play, and uh, I'll back that up with the uh, Fender Strat that I've got. And yeah. uh, I've also got an old uh, Fender Coronado II from 1967. I've had it since I then. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic, good, good guitar, which I'll bring out once in a while. Oh, and I got a, I got a couple of guilds, and you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know how it is, right? You just, I have a whole room full of guitars. So oh yes, awesome. that's uh, my running <laughs> joke on this show here is uh, how many guitars does a guitar player need? More, one more, one more. <laughs> one more. <laughs> that's right. I did hear you say that on a podcast yeah. earlier, so that's good. How about you, Kurt? What do you play? What's your rig look like? Uh, is I've it simple a, or I've complex? Got, I got a, a Gretsch uh, Catalina Maple. I got two toms up and two on the floor, and uh, sounds great. Yeah. Love that so it's, you don't have like 68 symbols and bells over here and my chimes over here and uh, pretty pretty straight up you know kind of blue setup yeah um they i got some vintage uh um uh avetus uh symbols mm-hmm. so that are real nice so i wish the other guys would get here so we could hear some bad stories about the other brothers wouldn't that be fun <laughs> <laughs> well we could tell stories about them they're not here so you're all in, <laughs> you're all in maine now right but oh, we're, kind of, from... we're kind of spread around. So... Oh, yeah. Okay. So, David, where are you then? I'm in the Catskills in New York. Are you really? Okay. Kurt? Uh, I'm in the Lakes region of Maine. So okay. Naples, Maine. We've been to Maine three times this year now. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put Harrison in some sort of perspective. So, I've been to Bahaba twice. Yeah. Okay. And, and you got to please... go west from there. From there, West yeah. Well, yeah, it's like you got no choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we've been to uh, well, the whole I call it Route One or whatever it is, but uh, yeah, uh, Kenny Bunkport down to Wells to Gonquit yeah. to York. We fell in love again with York this year, like that's our go to from now on. We used to go to Gonquit all the time, yeah, but to get to where we like when we go to Gonquit. We want to go to the beach. Well, you got to get across the street, then you got to walk on down, and you got to walk over here, and you go down here, and you got at York, it was such a hassle. I got out of my bed, out of my room, went down the stairs, across the parking lot, across both lanes of the traffic, and I'm on the beach. It was so cool. Just nice. so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we almost we almost caught up with each other. We were playing up, uh, we played the contented soul, and when you were up in Bar Harbor, but you know, to go that's right down, yeah. to go down east, it's a little tough sometimes, you know. So We'll catch you. We'll, you'll have to catch us sometime. We sure. end up at a place called the Happy Clam, and I can't think of where that is. It's somewhere around St. George, but I'm not exactly sure. But uh, I found out my old next door neighbor that I haven't seen in probably 10 years. He was a bartender down in Key West. He landed a gig. The guy that owns the place in Key West has a place called the Happy Clam somewhere up around St. George. And I found out he's up there. So on our way back from Bahaba, yeah, we stopped and had, 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 uh, a big old lobster, a lobster roll. <laughs> so, what? Uh, which of the towns that I've mentioned are you closest to? I guess, Kurt. So and- we're we're our we pretty much play Western Maine, although we will go over the sea coast and play. So, uh-huh. Kurt and my place in Maine is, is uh, if you know Sebago Lake, uh, we're we're kind of in that area, Long Lake, up by Freiburg. Up in that area, so it's okay. western Western Maine, cl- getting close to the New Hampshire border. Okay, Paul and I are practically neighbors. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Are you really? I don't know if you're being facetious or not. No, no, seriously, that whole Western Maine is so sparse. It seemed like we we traveled it once. 
yeah. this year. And it was beautiful lakes. You got to come. Beautiful lakes, nice no. little clubs, little restaurants, fun places to hear local music and have good food. Yeah. This was same, fun. We, same thing with the down east too and the, and the coast side. We went to Nova Scotia just after the fires this year. And and to get there, instead of going through the Kangamangas like we usually do, we thought we'd go north of Kangamangas. So we're driving in western Maine, basically, and uh north of uh north of the White Mountains. And it's almost as soon as we cross into Maine, we come up these guys and they're sitting outside in a tent and they're holding up a sign that says, You honk, we drink. <laughs> like i love maine <laughs> sounds about right yeah it's funny so we're gonna uh listen to one of your originals and and paul you said you wrote this one it's yeah. called i remember the night um what's the genesis of that what was so there's, the... a, there's a story behind this every, yeah. every song we write has a little story and here's the story uh we we played at the grand state blues festival they have a annual gig and, uh, you know, bring in a bunch of bands and they, you know, it's a competition ultimately too. And they end up uh, giving out awards for the top players. And then if you're number one, then you get to go represent, in this case, represent New Hampshire. Uh, I don't know, some, some big festival. So that's, so that's awesome. So we, um, we played, we played one year and what they said to us was, you guys are awesome. We love you. Uh, you're, but you're doing all these covers, you know. Now, when we, of course, when you listen to our music, you hear the covers. As David said, it's like from the, they're like from the fifties, you know. They're, and, mm-hmm. and they're, a lot of them are kind of obscure blues songs. But if you're a blues aficionado, you know, you listen to them and go, oh yeah, this is, this is a cover. So they said, we, the judge's recommendation was you should have some originals. So uh, the next year we went back. David and I went back. Oh, by the way, we had third place that year, which wasn't too bad. So uh, the next year when we went back. I said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a couple of songs. So we actually did a set with one cover and just the rest were all original songs. And this is one of the songs that I wrote. And um, the, 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 the short of the story is that we went from third place to second place. So that was progress, you know. Wow, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who won? Oh, this, uh, this amazing uh, vocalist yeah. uh, out of the North Country, she's she's uh, remarkable. But don't ask me to bring up her name now. But she's she's really. Did she uh, win both years? No, no, she won the year that we got okay. second place. Okay. But, uh, hey. but anyway, so this song comes out of that uh, sort of that impetus, and uh, it's really just about um, uh, a little bit of remorse. You know, when something happens, and then you you yeah. wake up in the morning, and you're like, ooh, you know, I, and then you realize you had something to do with it. You know, so that's yeah. what it's about. Well, just going off the title, if you look at I Remember the Night, you can take that so many different ways. <laughs> going into it, like, oh, I remember that night. Oh, yeah. I remember that night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of those ones that sticks with you. So. Yeah, it's a good song. Reminds me of uh, uh, Early in the Morning. Mm. You know, the, the, that riff to it reminds me of Early in the Morning. But it's uh, it's got its own story so we're going to listen to it the brothers blues band are with us here on the music of america podcast the song i remember the night
say from Maine and that song I remember the night so we've all done this right you find the perfect tone you're looking for and then the club owner comes up and says hey you know what you're a, you're a little too loud or something like that and now you have to change that which you spent all evening trying to achieve that that special that tone you know where you're always in the sweet spot well introducing the Lexi from Landry Amps the Lexi is a hundred watt amp that has at its core a vintage plexi circuit, at least part anyway. The Lexi has a rhythm crunch channel, a boosted lead channel, digital reverb, a tube buffered effects loop, depth control, and an awesome voice switch. It has considerably more gain than a plexi does at volumes, though, that range from a whisper all the way to the concert-like volumes that you, you'll hit, but it's designed to be played at those lower volumes. The two channels each have their own gain and master volume control, but they share the EQ. It's a pretty cool amp. Check them out. Landry Amps. They have a YouTube channel where Bill walks you through all of his amps that he has. Or you can check them out at LandryAmps.com. www.LandryAmps.com. The the last song we're going to talk about here uh, is a cover, I guess. But when I saw it, it came across to me as only 19 years old. And this is where my head goes with this. So I thought immediately only 16, the Dr. Hook song. And I got thinking about, there was a Chuck Berry song about 16 and uh, only 16. All these songs about 16-year-olds that came out, these rock and roll cats are singing songs about 16. That's highly illegal, guys. <laughs> so when I saw only 19, I thought, I wonder if this was one of those where they just had to make it legal because, you know, we're being politically correct now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Muddy was thinking that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just telling the truth, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's a muddy song, David? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, everyone does it. BB King does it, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those ones that's ubiquitous. Let's go around. Uh, I'm going to go catty corner around the way my, uh, my screen is set up. So we can start with Kurt. Who do you listen to when you're listening to music for, for fun? Kurt? Uh, right now, I've been into a band called Goose. Um, they've been around, I think, for the last five years out of Connecticut. They're kind of in the jam, um, jam band uh -huh. uh, genre. Um, I also have been into um, Billy Strings, who uh, kind of bluegrass, mm -hmm. uh, kind of that jam grass um, genre as well. Um, I, I really like all... The, the whole gamut, though, I, I, I listen to rock, um, you know, the blues, um, jazz, uh, you name it. I'll I'll listen to uh, classical, you know, from time to time. So, yeah. Billy Strings, it's interesting because his name keeps coming up in this podcast. I've never heard him. 
Never. Oh, he's an amazing guitarist. You should check him out. Yeah. And uh, there's a reason why, he, you know, he's, right. he's really getting recognized for sure. How about you, David? Who do you listen to or what do you listen to? Do you listen to blues? Yes, I listen to blues. <laughs> I, I, I have to confess in my old age, I listen a lot to classical music. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big jazz fan. I hosted a jazz radio show for 30 years. Um, but when I listen to blues, I listen to Joanna Connor. You know her? amazing slide player uh also guy king who is i mean he he spent many years in chicago he was on chicago scene for quite a long time he's an extraordinary singer and guitar player both jazz and blues but when he plays blues he kills but he's from israel (laughs) so yeah you know the blues is universal i guess so that's that's where i come from how about you paul who you listen to Oh yeah, so uh, you know, Buddy Guy, Junior Wells, some of the some of the classics there, uh, Muddy Waters, Hal Wolf, but you know, I've been listening to some uh, Sue Foley lately. She's she's a Texas blues woman, kind of out and up and coming. So yeah, uh, she's doing a lot of good shows around all all around the Midwest and whatnot. But I've been, I enjoy listening to her. So yeah, have you guys done uh, jazz festivals or blues festivals? Yeah, we play we play pretty regularly at the Maine Blues Fest every yeah, year. Yeah. I think we've been there the last, well, COVID kind of threw everything out the window, but right. that, we've been there the last 14 years, so we have a good time doing that. Well, we get to play you... on the paddle boat. It's fun. <laughs> on a yeah, lake? yeah, yeah. The Songo River Queen, it's a boat that runs up the Long Lake, oh, and okay. uh, we play there, and everybody comes up and dances and parties. You, you can, If you get on Facebook, you'll see some people really cutting a rug while we're playing a lot of fun. We just missed, now that I think about it, we just missed the... Uh the blues festival when we were there after we went to uh, Nova Scotia, was it like uh, mid June or, or, or early yeah. July? Well, it's father's day weekend. It's always father's day weekend. Is it? Okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good fun. We, Writing that one down. It's pretty big now. It's gotten pretty big, a lot of bands, but uh, we had a good time. I saw a poster in a Gonquit and it was outdated, but it was still up. And there must've been 40 bands listed on that thing. Or at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, good. they're good bands. They're very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. And all so, all local local main talent. You know, good good guys that gals that know how to play the blues. Really nice. A lot of fun. Well, this last song, it's maybe a Muddy Waters cover. It's when everybody does. You said right, David. Yes. But the song is called "Only 19 Years Old," and we're going to listen to it now with the Brothers Blues Band.
Brothers Blues Band and only 19 years old. Gentlemen, it's been fun and it's not over yet because this is the part that I like because I don't have to say anything. <laughs> this is the segment of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. So if you've got merch, if you've got CDs, if you've got visibility that you want to draw traffic to, you've got festivals and shows, go. Let's hear about it. Thanks, Tom. Well, one thing I, I would suggest that everybody check us out on Facebook, Brothers Blues Band. Uh, you'll see regular postings of gigs as they come up, and uh, we're booking right now into the next season. We just came off a nice private party, which was a lot of fun. We do that, too. Uh, and so we'll be at the Maine Blues Fest back on Father's Day weekend coming up, and then we'll, we'll be playing at the Contented Soul up in, uh, in the seat, you know, in the down east area of Maine and the Old Mill Tavern. So watch our uh, Facebook page so you can check out where our gigs are and where we'll be playing and and feel free to reach out to us too if you guys want to book us we'll, we'll have some fun do any of you work in other projects too or work in side projects or your own thing that's not the uh brothers blues band no it's a very strict contract Tom. we can't uh, we, can't <laughs> you uh, we, we have another family. brother we have another brother Vito who would have to talk to them you know <laughs> i'll make saying? you an offer you can't understand yeah yeah you feel me now <laughs> <laughs> actually like kirk 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 once in a while will uh you know he'll he'll go he'll play with some life. other guys and, I, I, and I have a project going on right now it's, it's a rock act um we play a lot of um really anything from 60s 70s 80s and even current even current stuff uh with a band called uh woodfellas so oh yeah it's been uh, it's we're, we're still kind of been forming get you know kind of developing things we've had a, a few gigs it's been it's been fun good project looks well, a little different from the blues yeah don't get too distracted now kurt okay because <laughs> it could be a problem <laughs> david how about you are you retired now i am retired um yeah. i do newspapers uh that's that's my retired gig i work on a newspaper locally here in in uh, sullivan county in the catskills yeah um musically i no i just i, I just play with the guys and uh and uh play by myself in the room you know down yeah there. right yeah. It's, you it's, know, it's 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 what you do but it's that who you are uh, yeah well it is yeah it's who i who i am in some yeah. ways yeah but there's lots of other stuff that we want right right cool gentlemen can't wait to get you up to vermont or better for me to get to maine so i can get some fresh lobster <laughs> let's do it let's get you over there sounds good you're only three hours away right, for not, the most right part nearby. for the most part pretty close you just have to go from west to east which is always interesting this way so. that's always fun <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks guys, tom thank you so much the brothers blues band our guest up next sometimes they're a duo sometimes they're a trio they're called why whisper and they'll be with us tomorrow on the music of america podcast you've been listening to the music of america podcast if you like today's show please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.